This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Gelsley gets there. Another good kick from him. And here's Hutton now. Hutton going past one man, finding Wagstaff. Wagstaff turning well. Setting up Chilton. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Who and Back podcast. Tonight, I'll be joined by Joel Robinson and William Young. But William Young's going to join us a little bit later in the show. A little bit busy at the moment. But in the meantime, how are you getting on, Joel? You all right? Yeah, I'm good at you. Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Uh, recovered, are you recovered? Caught up on sleep yet? No, not really. Still struggling. It's a long old slog and it's one's in back. Uh, but be- before we get into the juicy details and the... Um, the actual show, which want to thank those that support us. Uh, I'm going to start off by mentioning the whole badge man. Uh, I say it every single time, local businessman, and it's important that we all club together and help out because during the pandemic, he probably suffered like a lot of other people where he wasn't able to sell his merchandise. So it's really important that on your way into the ground, so have a look. If it doesn't take your fancy, it doesn't take your fancy. But if it does, have a look, pick one up and, see, and enjoy. <laughs> um, other than after that, we've got the whole city retro. Um, really good quality. Um, Joel's got one in the background there for us all to see. If you don't know who they, these are, they recreate old shirts, old shirts of the past. Um, as close as you'll get to a, an authentic, let's be realistic. I mean, what's the quality like, Joe? Yeah, it's decent quality. Um, it's exactly like the replicas for um, for our kits now. It's not false with it, really. Oh, perfect. And let's be let's be realistic. You know, these are the sort of things where if we'd have been around in the day, we'd have probably wanted one ourselves. And if we was to pick one up now, we're talking a good two, three hundred, four hundred quid for some reason. But at an affordable price of fifty pound a pop, as long as you remember, there's you, you can't st- you can't sniff your nose up at it. Plus, you get you get to live a share in what maybe your parents or guardians or whoever um, were wearing at the time. Alongside that, we we are partnered with FanHub again. Joel is showing off one of FanHub shirts there. FanHub, really entertaining app. It's it's brilliant for for the modern day football fan. We're all we've all got our phones and hands and uh, our fingertips. You've got all your team's newsfeed on there and all your opposition's newsfeed on there. So there's a lot of content to be going at, and it stays away from the mainstream media. It promotes again the smaller business people, the people that like to just write for a passion as opposed to those that are writing just to get advertising space. Um, 
so it's it's really good in there. Plus, you've got the the chance to you get you gain shares as fan, as a, a fan hub member, so shares can turn into money in the future. And there's also if you're finishing in the top two or the top three, Joe, of your fans uh, each month. I think it's the top three each month. Yeah, if you're in the top three of your fans by either correcting your score correctly, re- keeping up on the news dates, checking in, checking out the stadiums as and when you visit, if you're in the top three for your club, you win two free tickets um, to your your team's next game, which, to be fair, is brilliant. And then lastly, we have Charlie Spaulding, filmmaker. Um, one of our most, uh, one of our new ones. Basically, Charlie is a filmmaker in the local area, and again, how we like to give back to the local local businesses, we like to support each other. So, if we can get in one extra customer, we're more than happy with that, and I'm sure Charlie's more than grateful with that as well. Um, Charlie's worked with brands as as high as Adidas and worked with people like Jackie Abbott. So, very credited, very very credited. Sorry. Um, but what I would like to do is just move on to the Swansea game, and I don't think there's anybody better than somebody who's been to the game to discuss it for us. So, Joe, it, the dance floor is yours. Tell us, tell us what did you think to the game? So, um, I think from the off, we turned up to for a point, just for a point. Um, yeah. We sat back, let Swansea have all of the ball, and didn't let them get much, much of the um, that's a territory in the area. Um, we just kept making sure that. When they did have a shot, it was from afar. Um, there's not really much else to say. Then we could say we got lucky. Um, we're not conceding because there's a lot of good saves by Ingram in there, and we're having to put our bodies on the line really to stop Swansea from scoring without really having much of a threat ourselves. So uh, overall, happy with a point. I want I wanted a point anyway when we arrived. So it's just a shame we didn't oh, get brilliant. to. Yeah. Before the game, if anybody asks you what you're expecting, you know, I'm happy to walk away from last year's playoff, you know, playoff teams to have a draw away from home. So, especially coming up from the league below, they're the sort of things that you want to be doing. So, for me, point N, and then when you see the the team performance as well, I'm going to touch on this because there's a lot of resilience that goes into that performance. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah. That's and a Carry on. Sorry, yeah. We uh, we just had to keep plugging away and um, making sure that we all fought for each other during the game. Um, no man was left isolated against two Swansea players. Exactly, and I think it's it's important to know with teams like that. Um, the their aim is to drag players out of positions and then take advantage of that gap. And we did really well to stay a lot of time man for man in some areas, but to not let them make the gaps that they've been trying to do all season because. I think you don't stay down this end of the table without a reason. So they're not scoring goals, um, but they have got a lot of the ball. In one man set, it's all right if you've got the ball, you can't concede, but you also need to score with it, which kind of moves me on to the point where I've spoke to a couple of Swansea fans and they seem to think that they should have smashed us, which it, it depends what kind of a fan you are. For me, if you've got all the ball and you don't score a goal, you're probably doing something wrong with the ball. I, I yeah, I agree. You. Yeah, and whenever they had the ball, it just didn't really look too threatening. Um, they had a few chances. We had to we had to stop them um, from really getting to the flow of things. Um, so, like a couple of fouls in the middle of the pitch to um, make sure that the momentum um, could stop. Really, I think it, it, a credit has to go to Grant McGann as well because 
he's clearly done his own work on it. And if you look at his reaction after the game, he tells you, he said, this is a, this is a carbon copy of the game against Stoke when Swansea played Stoke. They had a lot of the ball. I think they said I think they had like 70 odd percent possession against Stoke. Stoke got one free kick, scored the goal, and then made it difficult for him, as they was doing throughout the full game. Swansea just don't seem to have that cutting edge at the moment where they can break a team down and get through one goal. I, I mentioned this in, in our group chat, and the, the clear cut chances just wasn't there. It's all right saying we had 15 shots, but there's often outside the box. You know, and, yeah. and again, Matt Ingram's just He's had 22 yards, 25 yards to deal with a shot. So, you know, good save, some of them, and a majority off target. So what can what can we do other than say we, we played well, we stopped them from getting through on our goal? So Yeah, I think Swansea, sorry, I think Swansea, um, they're missing Ayo, they're missing Jamal, all them scorers that they had yeah. that they've left them this summer and they've not really replaced them. Um, which is what going to be their downfall, I think, this season. No, no we, we saw that, didn't we? I don't know about anybody else, but when I saw the, the especially the transfer window roundup, and you see the likes of you know, the Connor Roberts and stuff like that have, have, have left Swansea, like, why are they selling everyone? Jamal Lewis, not Jamal Lewis, Jamal Lewis gone. And then who you see they're bringing in, Nichum, or however you say it, is a quality player. You know, he's been around the town, he's played some, he played in big European games as well. So, they have got some quality there, but we, we stood up to them well. But some might sit on the other side of it and think, well, that's now five games without a goal. Are you worried? Uh, a little bit. Um, I'm not like too worried in terms of, I think we will get the goals eventually. It's just waiting for Honeyman's a big, um, a big part of that, our most creative outlet. Um, we, we do need him back. and It's going to take him a little bit of time to get back into the swing of things as well. Malik Wilkes, only just come back into the team after an injury. He'll take a bit of time to get back into the swing of things. Um, Tyler Smith, he'll get there. Um, I think it depends on the type of game with um, Smith and McGuinness. If we need a big lump up front to hold the ball up and get our wingers into the game, it's McGuinness. But if we need to press the opposition, like we did against Swansea, like said Tyler Smith, would probably be the better, yeah, the better option. On the counter. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not too worried about us um, in terms of finding the goals because we will find them eventually, but we do need to find them soon. Yeah, exactly. And it, the past can't be changed now. So we haven't scored in the game and we move on from it. If you sit and dwell and look at the last five games and you're just going to sit and worry all the time and it's the wrong way to look at football. You, what you can do is look at and look at the mistakes you've made. But in terms of that game, we didn't make many mistakes. We stood up tall and we, we did ourselves proud. We defended well and was resilient and there was a good team ethic there. But you spoke about in terms of the players that are coming back. We've got like to Honeyman, we've got Wilkes that have come back in, Tyler Smith is fresh in. And these players are players that haven't played much football yet this season. So you can be fit, but you've got to be match fit. And what they'll bring to the game, what they'll bring to the game is like you mentioned, the press is not only do they create chances with the ball at the feet, but they create chances by um, closing the players down as well, putting people under pressure. And that's what we used to do. So if we can get that back in line, you know, I'm I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Sorry about that, guys. We've had a bit of a technical issue there. But um, we're all back on, ready to go. And we can now welcome back onto the podcast, William Young, who is now back at home. How are you doing, Will? You all right? Howdy. You all right? Yeah, not too bad. We've just literally been discussing the Swansea game. Um, but first of all, let's mention that shirt you've got on. How nice is that? It is beautiful, is what it is. Ulster City Retro? Absolutely. 
Um, unfortunately, though, if anyone else wants one, they have sold out. It's not so, a good advert. Not a good advert. But, there is other shirts available and training jackets. Exactly, you've been get on the website. It. There's other superb shirts available. You just get on there as soon as you can and look for them. Exactly. Makes them worth more with the limited availability as well. Exactly. Oh, look at. Are we pitching for a, a role with Hull City Retro on commission? Is this what we're going for? Hey, if they want to give us it. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, but I've, I'm, I'm not sure where we, we left off exactly there, but we was mentioning the, the Swansea game, and I think Joel had just mentioned the likes of Honeyman, Wilkes freshly coming back into the team, and Tyler Smith recently joining. Um, and we, I think I was going on to the point of talking about how these players not only create opportunities with the ball at the feet, but in terms of their pressing game and how they like to put defenders under pressure, how they can create opportunities like that. And that brings different weapons to your arsenal, especially when you're a team like ours and we say we are struggling to score goals, any opportunity you can have to score a goal, you're going to jump on it. So they're they're perfect for us. And like I mentioned before, you you can be fit, but you've got to be match fit. So the future is only looking positive for us. That's what I'd say. But again, he was at the game, Joel. Who stood out for you? Who's who's your man of the match? And I think it's going to be an easy decision, this, isn't it? Uh, yeah, uh, Matt Ingram, easily. easily. Um, he just saved all sorts. Uh, he kept us in the game through the early pressure. Um, that free kick save as well. He puts him puts him uh, miles ahead at man of the match with I'd say Deshaun Bernard, um, a close second. Um, Again, three weeks on the bounce. It's, cra- it's crazy how good he's been since coming for um, coming for Jones. He's going to struggle to um, get back in the team as Jones because Bernard's just looking unbelievable. The only play- player he'll probably replace in the starting eleven is Jacob Greaves, but that's kind of the both equal ability. But yeah. Greaves has his left foot and kind of obviously left. Him. Left-footed centre half on the left side is the best there, uh, the best option. So Jones is yeah. yeah, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. I, mean, I was surprised to see who was actually given man of the match. Did you guys see it? Oh, I, uh, I don't know anything about this Swansea game. To be fair, was it our man of the match or in the whole match? The the full game. Was it? Was it Matt Grimes? It was Matt Grimes. Yeah, which is madness. You'd think. In a, in a battle like that where one team's attacking all the time and the other one's defending, do you give it to the team that didn't manage to break down the defence? I don't think you should. Especially when the guy at the last line of the defence is the one that was keeping you all out. Um, but yeah. it's what it is, isn't it? We can't really go any further than that. But that, kind of, that, for me, kind of sums up the Swansea game. It was one of those where we were resilient, we set up well. All right, we didn't, we didn't look like we wanted to go forward that much. But teams like that, if there's a gap, they'll find it. So we had to we had to make sure we didn't concede first and hopefully catch them on the break. Now, as a team that's just come up from the league below, I'm more than happy with that approach. You know, some teams would like some teams and some fans would want you to go all out attack, but it's just not that it's just not that easy, is it? Let's be realistic. But well, unless have you guys got anything to add on to that or a, a, a difference of opinion there? Or no, not really. Not really. No, I, like, I could understand people being a bit disappointed because five games is a long time. Um, yeah. But you've got to remember where we are. We're a league. We're a newly promoted League One club. We're not going to be. Well, I'll stop like, you there. Fuller. I'll stop you there, Will, because that's going to move on to the next part. Because the next part is a little section I want to bring in. We used to. We, we tried Ant's rant, but Ant's not around at the moment. He started a new job, so his time's a bit limited. 
So I'm going to have a different version of this. And I'm going to call it Bitter on Twitter. And what this is going to be, it's going to be, you can like it, it's a good name. But what this is going to be is fans that are bitter on Twitter. It's exactly what it says in the tin. And I'm going to start, this is for me, is going to be again around the negative fan base. Again, we are not we are not managing our own expectations well enough because people are struggling to understand that we came into this season with some of the big players out injured. We've come up from a league below. So already, not only in the eyes of just the everyday stranger, you've got you come from a, a league below that's got less quality in, which we came from, and we're going into a higher quality league. So already, you'd say we ain't got a good enough squad. But then when you take away the better players that we already had at the beginning of the, that at the beginning of the season, what we've lost so far, you're already going to be even lower. You're expecting to be lower than them. So why are we going into these games in this season thinking we're just going to run away with it? All right, maybe we're guilty of our own um, success in terms of the first game where we ran away with it at 4-1. Just so happened to be everything we touched went in. And so and we'll get those games. But we also have, we've also had them games this season where everything we've touched hasn't gone in. QPR being a prime example. There's a great chance to get some points, and we didn't get any points. We played well, we was just unfortunate. And every time they went up the end, they scored. Yeah. It's just one of them things. You and, can argue, there's one one thing you can argue is, I don't know about the Swansea games, I didn't see it, but before that, you could argue City only actually played badly once. Derby. In the Derby game. Because exactly. I'm not saying they played great in every game, but you can only argue they played bad in one. But again, though, as, as, a, as a football fan, do you put that down to... Us playing bad, or Derby set up well. I think it was a bit of both, probably. Exactly, and and this is so. And as as a as a fan, after how many games we've had so far, you've got one bad performance. Be realistic, come on. Do you know what I mean? And this is what gets me. You'll get people complaining about. Oh, it's been five games without a goal yet, and all I want to see is goals. You want to see goals, mate? Put YouTube on. You're going to see loads of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go look at. Go look for them. Go Don't watch spend my money. Exactly, and, and and this is a thing that gets me. I know when I pay my money, I should be able to say what I want. You can do, mate, but just don't make the rest of us out. Just go, do you know what I mean? And this is what's draining. For some reason, there's a, a bit of a... There's, there's negativity going around at the moment. Nobody's trying to find positives. There's a lot of positives about at the moment. The fact that we have kept two clean sheets now, two on the bounce. That's two games in a row where nobody's scored against us. That's a positive. That is a positive. Are you, are you guys... Got any positives to throw in there as well? <laughs> oh, you didn't sound positive at the end of that. Um, no, keep considering before we were playing well, but we weren't keeping the clean sheets. Now we're playing all right and we're keeping the clean sheets. So it's a slow improvement. Obviously, yeah, you want to score. And I think the Preston game did kind of reward us a bit too much as a starting game. I think if that had maybe been a couple of games in, people wouldn't be as over the top because we'd have had a couple of poor results before it. But because we yeah, started the season yeah. so highly, a lot of people thought, well, it's only going to get better from here. We are a growing team, though. And I think people need to understand that. Let's just go through the starting lineup. You've got Matt Ingram. How, how much championship experience has he got? And how old is he in terms of keepers that are um, in their prime? He's not in his prime yet. He's still a yeah, young goalkeeper. He's, he's, he's in late 20s, I think he is. 27. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Your prime's meant to be 30, 31 as a goalkeeper, isn't it? Correct me if I'm wrong there. Around that area. Is, yeah. And then we've got Louis Coyle at right back. Any championship experience? Probably no, but he at least slotted real well into the, uh, into the championship, being one of our best players. Exactly. Dijon Bernard. Any no, championship no. experience? Jacob Greaves, any championship experience? No. Callum Elder? 
a bad one. A little bit. Yeah, a poor one. Is but it? look at how he's been since then. Yeah, he's, he's been better, a lot better since then. So we look at the, the experience we have got. Tom Wilson. Oh, a lot. Rich, yeah. Richie Smallwood. Lots. All right. Well, a lot of championship experience. Greg Doherty. All right, he's no. played in the Scottish Premiership. And I'll That's my he, hasn't got champ- he doesn't really have championship experience. And I'll, I'll love my words on him um, in terms of the experience he's got in Scotland. We can't really judge that. Um, Malik Wilkes, again, not much. League one, he played the back end of but the even season. In, for, even in the, in the championship, Malik Wilkes has been decent in the past. Ex- exactly. Keynos yeah. Potter. Do you know, this is what I'm really? talking about. We've got a very young squad. We've got a promising future with this team. Without the players that are already coming through, the players we've got on the bench and the players that have got this potential to grow, we've got a really good squad for the future. What these people, what these players need is what a little bit like they had last season, people not giving them stick, which they got in the ground, which they didn't get in the grounds because there's no fans there. That's what they need, in my opinion. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I might get slated on Twitter for it, but I don't care. Me personally, we've got a very exciting squad in the build. Let's go with it, as opposed to going, oh, we're not fucking scoring, let's fuck off. This is not what we want, is it? I'm sorry, guys. I sound like I'm losing my head a bit, but it, it just frustrates me. How some people just no, can't see the basics. Yeah. Oh, but and again, like you, you can see the confidence growing in them as well, which is the most frustrating part. As soon as they start listening to some of the negativity, it just gets in the red. And we do see the fans. They they do obviously check Twitter. I mean, Joel, you're a prime example of that. We've had you've had two retweets in the last two days off Greg Dockett and Deshaun Bernard, haven't you? So. Yeah, yeah. They do check it. So let's just not be idiots about it. Right mm. then, so I had to take a little break there because I think the blood pressure got a little bit too high. I need to cool down. I got myself a bit <laughs> of a drink. And, um, I'm ready to go again. I wanted to move on to Blackburn. Obviously, we'll play Blackburn, which will be tonight. But we filmed it the night before. So, yeah, it'll be tonight. It should, be, it should be tonight as of you, everyone watching this, if you're watching it as it came out anyway. Exactly, yeah. Or it could be yesterday, if you listen to it the day afterwards. Anyway, we could do that forever, couldn't we? But start off with a couple of things about Blackburn. Obviously, at the moment, they are sitting 10th in the league. Last five games have won one, lost one, drawn three. Conceding every game, but scored in every game. So, a bit interesting to look at, really, because the score more than us. It's more points than us in the last, in the last five games. Yeah, um... so, what what do you what do you think to the game? Do you envisage any changes? Well, well I don't know. Um, I'd, I'd seen something about Honeyman during the and the, it sounds like Honeyman's going to be available, but I don't know whether he's going to be fit to start. Um, and I probably won't risk it just to be safe. I know we're in no, a bit of a absolutely not. just in case because you never know. Um, he might be one of those you bring off the bench. Um, I think. To be honest, because I know Grant was very upset post-match by the sounds of things with how the team performed, so I think we probably will see a couple of changes. Um, where they'll come from, I'm not sure. I think defensively they'll probably be okay. I think they'll probably be the same, same sort of back five will probably be exactly the same. Um, but I think we might see a change up front. Um, I think you oh, probably see. Tyler, I think we'll see Tyler Smith come back in. Um, did did Wilkes play against Swansea? I've I've come but lost. He didn't. Did Wilkes, he? yeah, yeah, he did. He, yeah, right. Started. So I think he he might drop him again just for fitness reasons. Um, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, but I think defensively he'll probably keep the same. Offensively, I think based on how he was speaking after the game, he'll probably make a couple of changes. 
I think this is a crucial time to play the likes of Wilkes to strike for him. Because if you if you're looking to get a match fitness for him, this is the perfect time to play him that Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, where he has mm. to play every minute. It'll yeah. it'll be a slog, it'll be difficult, but in that time he needs he it at some point. He needs, yeah. We would rather do it at that point. Again, we're in a period now where we're trying to bring players back through. It's going to be like that. Just do it. Crack on with it. Get the guys minutes he needs. You know, um, for me, in terms of changes, hopefully Alfie Jones don't walk right back in because Big D's been amazing. Um, I mean, you could bring him into midfield, I suppose, but but then you'd have to drop the midfield. is already really tight, and I thought mm. Matt Smith was a bit unlucky to drop at the weekend. Although George Munker is brilliant. He was that, was, that was the one that surprised me. I thought Munker would come back in. Um, yeah. But it did surprise me seeing Smith being dropped as well. Maybe Munker offers more defensively. Um, I, again, like everybody else, didn't. a lot of others didn't watch the game. My stream was really poor. So I was literally sat on my watching on my phone, refresh, refresh, refresh. So it was a little bit jumpy. And if anything, the, the Swansea commentator was doing me heading. So in the end, I just turned it off. <laughs> Well, it, was mean, getting, my, my, it was over my the stream top. was my stream was non-existent because I was at a wedding, so I didn't even see a well, second of it. It was it was yeah. just screaming at anything. Like anything for me, it was just um, screaming. For George Moncare um in the in the squad, he runs at players, he takes yeah. players on. I think that's yeah. the most like he's basically in yeah. I was we did miss him, I think, in during the suspensions. I think in those games that we played, he might have been like a, a key point, like against, did he miss, which game was it? I think the Bournemouth game could have been a really good game for him. To put it into context, yeah. every time George Munker has played, we've played well Yeah. going forward. The only time he hasn't, and which is arguably, is Swansea. But we didn't have the ball to go forward to attack. So no, they, they, that's pretty much true. They was really good at retaining, retaining, retaining possession. So... George Munkair, for me, is central for us going forward. Like you say, he makes players defend. He gets the ball at his feet and he'll make he'll do the dirty stuff that a lot of people don't like to do. Matt Smith, brilliant on the ball. Him and Hulston will pass around anyone. They will. It's what they like to do. But George Munkair will make you do the stuff that you don't like doing, which is running with your back to your own goal and having to defend. Or they have to come pressure and he'll step past you. One of the two, yeah. something like that's going to happen. I, again, feel like Tyler Smith was a bit unlucky to be dropped. Um... The like only reason I that. can think is if he was not fit. That's the only reason I can think, maybe. But I just I feel like we missed that, that running that we had off the ball, which we had at Bournemouth. We really could have done that against Swansea, I thought. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, one of the things I've heard so far is Keen Lewis Potter getting a little bit of stick as well. I don't but, know why. Again, but do you reckon that creeps into Grant's head and he goes, do you know what, maybe it's time to give him a rest? Bring Longman in I, for a game. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I could see him playing Moncara wide and having Doherty and Matt well. Smith and Huddleston as a midfield three. I think we'll see that, especially when Honeyman's fit as well. One of them's going to have to give, I think, because mm. to get the, that quality in the team, you're going to have to drop one of them. And you, there's just not enough space for in the middle. You could probably have to drop one of them and push them wide. You might even see the likes of Wilkes or Lewis Potter going up front to they'll be moved to then fit someone in their position and if Tyler Smith is scoring it might be worth putting the likes of Honeyman not Honeyman sorry um, Lewis Potter or Wilkes up front to make space for the other centre midfielders that want to be in the squad but 
in in terms of stats and Ben Brereton and Sam Gallagher are their most prolific goal scorers at the moment with five goals between them so far in the season. I think Ben's got three in his last five. So he's on a bit of a turn. Chilean sensation, Ben Brereton. Diaz. Oh, it's Chilean? Yeah. How do you not know this, Mark? Nah, Is he living under a rock? Must have been. Must have been. Too to busy reading Copa Twitter, America. obviously. He went to the Copper America this summer. Did he? Scored. Yeah. He was English, eh? Yeah. I'm he's, English, I think. He's, he's Mammy's Chilean, so he qualifies for Chile. And he's played I for Chile. Anything like and this. scored for Chile. <sighs> I haven't heard anything like this since I found out that Scott Wiseman was the captain of Gibraltar. <laughs> yep, he's Chilean. Um, obviously, the greatest South American currently playing in in, in England, as we know. Yeah, I feel like there's a sarcasm there, and I'm trying to work out who the other guy is. Yeah, because he's I not. Mean, I he's in the championship for Blackburn. <laughs> I oh. thought there was a better one. <laughs> Great. Sam Gallagher, was, is he what? Norwegian? <laughs> no? Great. So I don't believe so, no. <laughs> Gone off. I mean, you know, we'll keep this bit in, but I've got a topic a little bit. But did anybody see the um, the Finnish squad in the Euros? What What in regards to the players that played for him? Oh, you mean like yeah, the like Oshaughnessy? Oh, I've forgotten his name. You had O'Shaughnessy playing for him, which is probably the the most Irish name you can think of. No disrespect to any Irish, and Robert Taylor. Now, I'm not stereotyping, but if you clearly he to... is a Helsinki native, <laughs> yeah, it just it just it just throws you off a little bit, doesn't it? But anyway, I digress from there. We'll go back to the we'll go back to the Black Bear game, like we should be. Um, I spent too much time reading the Euro magazine, but an ex we've got an, obviously Black Bear have an ex Hull City player playing for him. Anybody know who it is? Uh, Ayala, Daniel Ayala, that's right, Ayala. So yeah, Daniel, do you reckon he'll come back to want us? <sighs> Probably he's not. not. He's, he's, he's come back to play against us several times with mixed results, I think, in time. Um, but no, I've said that. Guaranteed hat-trick um, from defence. <laughs> uh, I liked Ayala when he was here. Obviously, it was only a brief period of time he was at City, but I, I liked him. Um, was he on loan from Liverpool, was it? He was. He was on loan yeah. from Liverpool. But the problem thing is, we replaced him with players like James Tester and Jack Hobbs, who at the time were much better choices. Yeah. Jack Hobbs and Chester, yeah. what what a network that was. Quality. So, we didn't really miss out in the end, but he's a decent, he's definitely a, a good standard championship centre back. Um, and I won't be surprised if he had a decent game. Yeah, again, he, he's, he's generally solid, isn't he? When he went to Middlesbrough, yeah. he's solid there. I'm no doubt he's carried on being solid for Blackburn. You know, as a whole City fan, I don't watch many Blackburn games, so I can't really comment on that. Um, there is two Bradleys. We've got Bradley Johnson. Hate playing against him. He always seems to do all right against us. Yeah, I've never liked Bradley Johnson. <laughs> it, hopefully, I mean, as you don't wish, but he'll help him, but we hope he don't play and we hope he, he might, hopefully he's injured. Alongside Bradley Dack, sat on the sidelines watching. You are really hoping. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm really yeah. glad he ain't playing. Thankfully, there's, there's, I, I, from what I've seen so far, I think I checked up on it yesterday or the day before, there's, there's still no date for him. There's January circling at the moment. You know, he's coming back oh. from his. I hope, he's back, I hope he's back on Wednesday because it means he won't play against us. That's yeah. all I'm happy with. Well, it's he's just recovering from his second articulate. Um, yeah, it's, it's a bad one. Whatever it is. So, 
fingers crossed he gets all right, but hopefully at the end of the season when we've been promoted or relegated, so we don't have to play him. Um, we're not getting relegated. We're not getting relegated. No, we're not. Positive. Well, just... <laughs> What's that? Sorry. Need positivity. I'm just joining in. I read too much Twitter. Watch I'm, you now. I'm just joining in. I'm joining in. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to be part of the crowd. I'm using right hashtags now. So um <laughs> it's, it's good to go in it. It's good to go. But I just thought uh, just before we move on to addictions, I wanted to point out a couple of different little facts about it. So the last four times we have played Blackburn, we have lost. We have lost. We've conceded eight goals in that time, and we haven't scored one. Oh, so to put it in, in last time we last time we played them at their place, we lost 3-0. Then the return leg at our place was 1-0. Then before that, going back to their place, 3-0. And before that again at our place, 1-0. It's a bit of a concurrent thing going on here. So if history repeats itself, we've got a 3-0 win to Blackburn tomorrow. Positivity. But that's history repeating right. itself. But we don't live in the past, do we? We live in the future. Uh, and we don't concede goals at the moment. So Yeah, we're not Leeds fans. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, moving on to predictions then. Will, what are you thinking? Draw. Oh, I'm going to keep going draws. And in fact, I'm going to be boring as hell. I'm going to say nil-nil again. Oh, I, don't, I don't think I can handle it. My phone will explode against the wall if we finish nil-nil. <laughs> and it will not because of the, re- the result, but because of all the crap I'll be reading on Twitter. That's what it'll be. I will happily take a nil-nil now. I'll take any, well, I'll take any, obviously any point. Um but like you said, I think Blackburn are a decent side, and I think they're they're a better side than City. I would have said that before. Um, and I think I don't think Grant will set up for the draw after what happened, and after his react based on his reaction after the Swansea game, I don't think he'll be setting up to be defensive. Um, but I think it's going to be a similar sort of similar to the Bournemouth game where both teams are really trying to score and somehow aren't. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Joel? Who do you, who do you think's going to score? Because Will doesn't think anyone's going to score. He doesn't even think Blackburn are going to score. Who well, do you think's going to score? And what what score is it going to be? To uh, to start to start off, really, you need to look that we're on Sky Sports. We never do well on Sky Sports. Oh, I forgot, I forgot about that. <laughs> that's that's where I that's where I'm going to go against the positivity, and um, I'm going to say Blackburn are going to put two or three past us. Um, when I don't, I, I just think we're cursed when we play on Sky. I, I hope not, but I think I'm gonna go two nil Blackburn. In it, red button. No, it's the main game. I think. I oh, don't do that to me. I'm having a bad day. As it is, mate. <laughs> but anyway, I feel like I've attacked the fans today. I'm sorry if I've attacked you and you feel offended, but it's you that's offended, not me. So I'm fine. Um... <laughs> anyway, my prediction. Uh, blend on a high. I honestly think we'll get a one nil win tomorrow. I think we're going to Hopefully. keep the goals. Uh, we're going to keep the clean sheet again, and it's going to be a goal out of nowhere. It's not going to be. I don't think it should be well worked. It's going to be something along the lines of the ball falls to Louis Coyle. He should really pass it, but he just hits it, and it goes in. Something along them lines, or a, scum, a, a corner comes in, tuffle around on the box, and someone ends up just knocking it in. It'll be something like that. Jacob well Reeves. He needs his goal. I said McGinnis don't claim one if he does uh, if he does score. <laughs> I love McGinnis, but um, I'll never forgive him for that. Well, but I, I think what we do there is we, we call 
an end to this. Um, I'm going to thank you both for taking time. As you know, we've had a couple of technical problems and we had to cut it where I had to go have a breather. Um, but it's, it's been a positive one, I think. We've done, we've done really well. Um, hopefully everybody's enjoyed it. We always enjoy to hear your feedback, whether it be good or bad. And we're always looking for ways to improve as well. So please, if you do have any sort of suggestions, things you'd like to hear, things you don't like, or maybe you'd want to appear on the podcast yourself one time, get in contact. We're more than happy to have the conversations and try and learn more and try and improve yeah. to make this better for everyone else. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. So. Cheers for tuning in. Thanks for having your job. Thanks, Will. Thank you. All right. Cheers. Enjoy the game. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.